Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, a happy day, very happy day. You can feel it in the air. Your bungles play tonight. Maybe knock the Rams down. Finally put a win in their column. And the only they, person they in the room... They have to. They have to, because otherwise they're screwed, screwed. 0-3 is not a good start. 17-game season, you can throw away all those stats about what 0-3 means. Because you do have an extra game to make good. That Bengals team's too good to be 0-3. Something is wrong if they're 0-3 at the end of tonight. I think they'll win. The only person in the room that uh, doesn't have football to lean on is you. Yeah, come on, basketball. Hey, can't wait for the spring training. Yes. Oh, yeah, baseball's right around the corner. The end of baseball. Fall ball's about to start. If you haven't, I don't, I, I don't even want to tell people about this. But if you haven't been uh, to fall baseball, you haven't lived. It's the, old, it's the way spring training used to be. Now, spring training is just a ridiculous uh, S show of parking and money and like they're just robbing you to watch guys practice it's it's ridiculous and the price has got to 80 dollars a game for spring training i'm like they're practicing practice we talking about practice fall ball still like six bucks to get in eight bucks to get in uh, parking is usually free it might charge you a buck or two and uh you know it's a couple thousand people no big deal and you're watching like real prospects play for something Grinding. yeah it's like three weeks long and it's the best it's right around the corner that weather you can feel it it's like right here a couple more weeks fall ball stuff so if you're a Bears fan like Brett, you got that. Uh, Miguel Cassian, our rando winner, found out when I said Miguel Cassian is our rando winner. He's on the phone right now. We're calling. Is he there? Miguel, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. How are you, man? Uh, better now. Yeah. How How about this morning? This is. Uh, I get the email. I said, oh, "Holy!" It just basically, "Holy!" I won. And then you told us that the Pistoleros, Cross Pistoleros, was for your brother. I'm sorry for your loss, but that did put us off a little bit. As a rando, we don't like seeing gunplay as our first uh, introduction to the person. But I've I've known you on email. Yeah, we've gone back and forth a couple times in those uh, Super Bowl squares a few years back. That was the I think that's how I kind of met you. That's right. You sold me some fraudulent Super Bowl squares a few years ago, and then and then took hundred dollars from me, and then I never heard from you again. I remember it a bit differently. <laughs> What'd you do with the money? Uh, yeah, pay back some mother. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. Like, yeah, you. So there's a few. I went back and found the texts from you, and uh, the one I liked the most was back in uh, 2020 in July, or emails, I guess. It says, uh, "What if the only way you bang her is if your sister gets involved?" So I don't know what we were talking about. You were fully invested, and <laughs> I really enjoyed how you thought of that. But, uh, yeah, you just found out this morning you're going to Vegas with us. What should we know about you, Miguel? What, what about you uh, should scare us or make us comfortable with you getting on our set jet flight to Vegas? Uh, never been on a private jet, so that'll be a first. Yeah. Been to Vegas a few times, but uh, never got arrested, never got into anything crazy. I just gambled. Right, and I zillowed your house. You're doing okay. Very nice place. Uh, you're looking good, so I wanted to make sure you weren't, you know, weren't going to be borrowing money from us the whole time. You seem to be on your feet. <laughs> yeah, I kind of have to right now, but yeah, no. Unfortunately, the 
girlfriend was next to me when you guys decided to broadcast it on the air for oh, the first time ever. So she's got to go. Uh, that's how the way it's looking like right now. Even <laughs> she looked at me when she heard the name. Boy, we see blocked him. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I I assumed they would have called you Saturday. I apologize. Now you got to. Tr- oh, and I can't even come up with a lie for you real fast. You're going to have to take her. Is she decent or is she fun or is she going to ruin it? Oh no, she's fun. She's uh, she went to Vegas last time and that was pretty fun. She's still next to you, isn't she? Oh no, I'm on my way to work. Oh, okay, now. good, good, good. All right. Well, there you go. All right, good. And what do you do for a living? Uh, irrigation tech. Oh, that means you wander around in the middle of the night and scare the hell out of people. Awesome. Doing irrigation work. Yeah, I was supposed to do that this morning, but I was kind of uh, stuck listening to the show, so I was a little late. <laughs> all right, good. Well, that's beautiful. All right, well, we're going to take an irrigation tech all the way to Vegas, and uh, you're going to go see Shine Down. you got to see him twice if you want. You see him the night before here, and then again, you can compare the shows and see him Friday. Adam Ray putting you up at Resorts World, which is going to be awesome. And, of course, Set Jet flying you up in these beautiful private planes. This is all. Thanks for celebrating uh, our birthday with us. And uh, good thing. Have you ever been to jail? No, that I can say. Okay. Have you? Uh, <laughs> that was an odd way to answer that. <laughs> I can say. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't mean you should. No, because uh, I, know, I know you guys were wondering about the uh, pistols on the sticker. Yeah. Uh, my brother's nickname was Strap. Okay. Because That's of, what that came from. But was it gunplay? Uh, no, actually. Okay, all right. I want to know. I, I feel. I don't want your. I don't want to air your family. We'll talk about it. On the yeah, plane. we'll talk about it on the plane for sure. But we yeah, saw the first thing we saw was it. the guns. And you have a kid, yeah? I do. I have two. Okay, with the girl that's going with us. Uh, I have one with the girl that's going with us, okay. and then I basically took over the lease because uh, her dad left when she was little. Ah, okay. I got you. All right, I got you. All right. All right, so you're, you're knight in shining yes, armor. You are. You're kind of a you're a, you're one hell of a guy. It seems. All right. Well, we're looking well, forward to it, what. Yeah. Go ahead. What? Better than Captain Sabaho, like I've heard. Damn right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn right. Which you probably have a little bit of. But uh, oh, uh, any illicit drug use or anything we should know about? Do you know where to get Molly? Uh, unfortunately, yes. Okay. All right. We're, we're gonna. All right. I'm gonna save your number. We'll talk later. The cartel. Yeah. We got. Yeah, I have a feeling. Yeah. Just don't bring it with you, but. Uh, have have a contact ready for us. You're going to be the one we lean on for that. I know a guy. All right, he's got a guy. Brett's got a guy. You got a guy. Miguel, Miguel, I'm happy you won. Congratulations, and uh, I'm glad I was the one that let you know this morning. Now get to work. There's a lot of irrigating to do. Yes, there is. I'm on my way now. All right, thanks, Rando. We'll talk to you later. Our Rando winner seems okay. He seems like a nice guy. Man, I'm going to drink so much Molly. (laughs) All right, we'll teach you. You're white. All right. You are, actually. You won't know you're drinking, Molly, but it's going to be in your drink. Brady is going to be floating down the strip. It's going to be great. I can't. I, for one, can't wait to watch you drifting around. Everybody feels like flowers. It's going to be awesome. Molly Your eyes are rubies. Everything's better when Molly's around. Give me some more of them. Food tastes better? This could be dangerous. I've never done it, but I've read about it. And uh, aside from fentanyl, I'm very curious. I probably won't do anything because I don't like drugs, but I'm going to watch you do it and see how it goes. You're kind of my test dummy. No limits, man. That's right. Doing it all. Yeah. Yeah, that's (laughs) right. I'm convinced he's afraid. Uh, A couple people have fired over the Taylor Swift song, Fly Like an Eagle. She remakes that because Jason Kelsey plays for the Eagles. That would be good when she breaks up. Uh, Travesty. Dave I Eggleson, like Travesty yeah. is a great one. I don't know if that's been going around the internet or if he did that himself, but Travesty is a great one. And then a lady named Marcy, who isn't my mom, said, uh, John Taylor Swift, I don't get the fascination either. 
In my mind, she's just a basic bitch. Her songs are lame, poorly arranged, but I do like that she seems innocent and her fans seem young and innocent. Uh, she's modeling role model qualities, wholesome and pure, but so many dicks. She does nothing for me at all, Marcy. Same. I'm the same way. And she does have that wholesome image, but all because uh, she's not like too slutty. She just dates, but she just takes pipe like crazy from famous people. I don't know. God bless her. God bless her. Bless the horror. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, another great thing that happened yesterday. I didn't know this uh, because I was listening on on the radio to this game. But when I got back, my friend Chris said the best thing about the Ravens losing is they had to listen to Beth Moens tell them all their mistakes. I guess Beth Moens called that game. Oh, Oh, the worst sounding voice in the history of broadcasting calling because sometimes she does Cubs games and I just don't watch. Like when I'm sitting there and it'll be like, go to the Cubs games. And if it's not uh, Shambi, and I don't like Deshaies, but if it's not Shambi or, uh, you know, and Sutcliffe sometimes sits in there with John Shambi, uh, Boogs. Uh, but sometimes you hear, welcome to Wrigley Field and we're ready to go for Cubs baseball. I'm like, oh, no, not watching this one. But nothing better than, than a sad raven with John Harbaugh at the end saying, you know, should have gotten that call, should have gotten that call, you know. We give them we give them credit. Yeah, you give them credit. It's called a win. That's called the credit. You look in the in the score uh, yesterday, the next day. You see Indianapolis has one more win in their column, and you didn't get an extra one. That's the credit we give. So stop saying you give credit. You didn't do anything. You gave them a win, and that we should have gotten that uh, pass interference call. You shouldn't have been in a tie with the Colts, jackass. John Harbaugh is going to have a lot to say about this one. The Ravens lose to the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, I love when Beth Moens makes even sadder Ravens sad. Oh, what a day. What a day. I took my uh, African friend Janny four-wheeling Saturday. How'd that go? You showed me a little clip of Okay. That. <laughs> so, Broken Arrow in Sedona. You've been on it with Yeah. Me. It's not a beginner's ride. It's not wildly difficult, but for people who've never been off-roading before, it can seem like there's a lot going on. You're not going there, are you? What do you mean? When that oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Air, yeah. I'm like, yeah, there's places you're like, you're going to go up that? Right. Or well, that can happen? When I first took you that time, yeah. and we, we, you get to what looks like a wall, you're like, that, we're going, and I we're had, going around that, right? I believe we were with uh, Drew. Thrill ride. Yep. And he went before us, and you watched that thing, and you went, amazing. I'm like, yeah, it looks like a wall. Because I remember the first time I went real four-wheeling was with my buddy Drew and his crew. And one of the guys had a homemade car out of old Willie's parts, Jeeps and stuff, and he had, a, a like, a cool cattle dog that just rode in the back seat and leaned. He knew what to do. And this was no, like, this was on Terminator, and people four-wheeling, no, that's no joke. Like, that's legit stuff. He drove up to this thing, and he goes, you can't do this. You don't have 37s. And I'm like, can't do what? And I thought we were parked next to a wall. And suddenly, he's putting the front of his Jeep against the wall, and I'm like, huh? This thing starts climbing it. And it was a rough climb. But he did it. He's on top of this rock. I'm like, how do you get down? He goes, I don't know. And they just worked his way back down. But they cl- it, the stuff you see... And my heart's racing. I still get butterflies sometimes when you feel the tire slipping and the, you know, it, it's, you still have a few moments, even on Broken Arrow up there. So in Broken Arrow in Sedona, Janny, first thing, we hit a few bumps and it gets a little bumpy and laughing and having fun. And Janny turns to me and goes, 
We used to do rides like this in Africa for 18 hours. <laughs> like what? Roads like this is no more in Africa. Ah, oh, well, you know, you're going to see some of the, the bumpiers. This is just the road to it. It's a little rough. Oh, you used to have to. The only difference is now I don't have a chicken all over me. I'm like, oh, yeah, that we don't have chickens in the car. What are you talking about? We also don't have to worry ever about lions. That's right. We shouldn't have to worry. Do you want to turn around and go back? This isn't going to be any fun for you. Are you missing the old days? Dude, reverts back to pure Africa. We're going over some of the tougher stuff. Some of the climbs where I've seen people cry. He stands up on his seat, gets out of the top of the car. He's riding on top. (laughs) I'm looking at him like, get down here. He goes, I'm okay. I just make sure you're okay. He's giving me guidance. Johnny, you're good. From on top. Like all those pictures you see in National Geographic where there's Africans on top of the car. That was him. He got out and rode on top. Like, sit down. And then he put his legs over the windshield. He wasn't laughing. It was where he he sits there. I'm okay. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm scared to death. I'm going to kill you. Like, we're litigious in the States. You guys fall off, get eaten by a lion. Nobody knows. There's millions of you. It's fine. You're good on the right side, John. I'm like, okay, thanks, Jenny. Are you having any fun? This is amazing. You're a great driver. <laughs> like, I am a great driver. You're an amazing passenger. He'd just rather be uh, loose so he could bail out of the car rather know. than being strapped in, I guess. No idea. I'm playing the theme to Lion King. You're the, <laughs> well, he's riding on top of the car. Pink <laughs> Jeeps are going by like I've never seen anything like it. You take an African four-wheeling. They go right back home. We have been on buses. I'm like, you took buses? Oh, we take our buses over this type of road. Over like the devil's staircase? Oh, not that bad, but yes. Sometimes there is a cow on the bus. And then he starts telling me, you need to come to Africa with me. I'm like, you, no. We're going to have a coup in about three weeks. Then I'm going back. You're going back right after the coup? Yes. I'm not going with you to Africa. Man. Last time he invited me to Africa. You come back to the village, they will love you. They will keep you. The guy gave him a bunch of KUPD shirts, and he took him. And I get a bunch of pictures of guys in the village wearing KUPD stuff. This is right before we have big festival. The festival was amazing. And K- look, KUPD shirts. I'm like, yeah, I know, I see them. And they are away. And then we killed the cow. And we like, hold on, what? They didn't pre-prepare the food? No, we killed the cow right there. And then we, sh- we prepare it. And you would love that. They would make it special for you. No Way. You won't even eat our food trucks, Are let alone you this. Me? I'm not eating in Africa. And I'm like, that. It's out of the food truck. And I'm like, where's the closest Ritz Carlton? He goes, You are so funny. I'm like, I am not. Now you're the only one laughing. Like, that's I am I need some five star service. Where's my yurt? Where's Hotel Rwanda? Because I don't think that's gonna happen there twice. And in the movie it looked pretty nice. He's very close. If we can walk. I'm like, well, not your walk. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. So he's riding on top of the car. He's going. And last time he invited me to Africa, 
he goes there. He comes back. He goes, it was amazing. Amazing. You have missed a great trip. And I'm like, I don't want to go. And he goes, the only problem is the rebels were very close. And the day after we leave, 13 of the tribesmen were killed. Wait a minute, what? Rebel invasion. And I'm like, and I, how, how, you missed that by how many days? Three. And you want me to go back with you. But they got a good party before that happened. So while he's telling me that I should go to Africa sitting on top of the Jeep, it was crazy. I'm still, well, there's this one thing, you go over it, it's like Chicken Point, and then there's this little climb in Sedona. It's, it's, a, it's a harrowing climb. It, it, you can't see a thing. And as the driver knowing it, it's now I can do it. But I still get a little butterfly that if I miss that tire and slip, I'm not good enough to correct this. We're going. Is that mushroom rock? The, the mushroom rock, you go around okay. twice, and then it's right next to it. You, yeah. yeah. And then you go up one side, and da- the going down thing's kind of interesting. Going up it is Blind. complete blindness. Yeah. Well, that one, Janny's sitting on the roof. <laughs> you got a better viewpoint. Which is, and I'm nervous. The whole like, I'm still nervous. I've done this thing a thousand times. I'm still nervous. Sitting on the roof. We get up, one of the pink Jeep guys turns to me. He goes, you got to get that guy off the top of your car. <laughs> no, I can't. He won't. That's dangerous. You know that's dangerous. This is no joke. I'm like, all right, look, what are you going to do? You want him to ride with you? So uh, he's riding along with me, and he says to me, he goes, this is amazing. Sedona is the most beautiful place I've ever been. And he goes, you know what is great, though, is that we never have, like in Africa, you go on these roads, you would have to worry about lions. And he goes, but John, you never have to worry about lions. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, they don't want to eat you. Just don't mess with their food. And I'm like, I had no intention in my life of messing with the lion's food, ever. You come to Africa. I'm like, and so I said to him, I said, how, how often are you seeing lions when you're there? Which is a kid. Yeah. Every day. Every day you encountered lions. Yes. But you don't have to worry about that. I'm like, miserable. I wor- I'm like, the rebels? The lions, the slaughtering of the cow, uh, the like the flies. and a couple of diseases, right? All those Africans that I don't know, and then yeah, and then he goes, but you don't have to worry about lions. They are they are everywhere, like house cats. I'm like they're not house cats. And then he says, what you have to worry about though is the hippo. I'm like yeah, that's true. I know about that. They kill they kill more people than anything. And I'm like right. He goes and mosquitoes. I'm like well, we'll take care of that. He goes but the hippos. I'm like well, okay, so lions are every day. How often with hippos? Every day. Every day you encounter the two most dangerous animals. Well, yes, because you have to go to the pond to get the drinks and the water and the clear. So the hippos live in it. Sounds like a Lizzo concert. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's it. He goes, and you know, because he goes back and forth now to the second most. He wants me to go with him to Cartagena because he was there for two weeks. He's got a chick. He's got, he knows the mayor. He's building a school. So now he's got to go back and forth to, I know. Cartagena. What Cartagena. Are you in, what are you in, romancing gonna, the stone now right. or yeah. something? Oh, I, I, I mean, basically, you're going to have yeah. to worry about hippos again <laughs> right. down there. And that's what he said. And that's what they have. Escobar's hippos are everywhere. But they have me. I know what to do around the hippo. They have no clue. I'm like, okay. So he's talking about, you know. And so I go there. And the second day I am there, I met the mayor. I'm like, you met the mayor of Cartagena? Well, yes, I had an idea. Janny, I've lived in Phoenix since 1983. If you said to me, John, you've got 24 hours to meet the mayor, it dawned on me right then and there, I don't know where to go. Do you? In Cartagena? Here. In Phoenix. Oh, all yeah, right. I'd, I'd head downtown. <laughs> I'd just drive around downtown and start asking, you guys know where the mayor is? I wouldn't know. He met the mayor on purpose of Cartagena. Not only that, shook hands with him and has a deal to build a school. He's building one in Mexico. He's building one in Colombia. 
So we have that going. I have to go back every once in a while to make sure that we are doing the right thing. Very philanthropic. But I can't imagine the mayor of Cartagena is on the up and up. Very good. And then they have got the Escobar. They have his hippos. His drug hippos. That's right. <laughs> you should come with me. Never. I took you to Sedona. You take me to Cartagena and meet the mayor? I'm not getting involved in that. I've seen Locked Up Abroad. I know how it starts. The white guy always gets tossed in the joint. It's like a, a horror movie. Black guy dies first. Drug movie, white guy gets thrown in jail first. The black guys always win that one. <laughs> you come with me. I'm not doing it. What kind of selling points are those? If there is no coup, you would be fine. That's a huge if. If there is no coup, you'll be there one time. Three days into it, we have to leave. We got to go because of the coup. The mayor is no longer mayor. I, I, I warned you that there could possibly be a coup. Yes, and that's why I didn't want to come in the first place. And he kept saying, "We got to get you to come with me to Sudan, South Sudan. You would love it." I'm, like, I, I'm telling you, this is never going to happen. What would it take to get you there? I'm like. You would have to drug me and hit me in the head and knock me. In the- I'd have to be Nathan Sutherland's girlfriend and then wake up in South Sudan and go, ah, oh, crap, it happened. It's the only way I'm going. And he just won't take no for an answer. But he's hilarious. Like, he's the most upbeat person I've ever been around. I've never in my life. And I want to take him to the really rough stuff off Table Mesa and see if he gets on the roof again. I wish I was kidding. And we joked about it when I said I was going to take him up there Saturday. We joked around. He did exactly what I thought. I, other than having a safari uniform on and a shotgun. Should have brought one. He just, like, the gods must be crazy. He just sat we up on top. We can fix that on the next Exactly. Time. Oh, and then another thing. You get out and walk around. I look around like, where'd he go? He's about halfway up the mountain. Doing it up here. How did you do that? We just got out of the car. I'm a very good hiker. Yes, you are. I'm a lost boy. So we end up going halfway up this mountain and I can keep up with it because it's good to have someone who is in decent shape most of the people I do things with cannot keep up with me I'm like trust me this is all I got I'm giving I'm I'm redlining with you right now let's get back on top of the car no let's strap up with seatbelt comes back with a javelina Stand we up. have lunch I didn't know taking the top off the jeep was going to result in him standing the entire time he, you know what he treated it like you know that thing in the Disneyland where the you just go through and shoot the fake hippos in the in the jungle safari. Yeah, it was that. It was just a Disneyland ride. He felt zero danger. Meanwhile, I've got his life in my hands while he's hanging on top of my car. This is amazing. I only wish that we could kill a pride of lions and take her back. He told me a story that when he was a kid, he thought it would be a good idea to kill one of the lions himself. Him and his friend. We watched six. Five or six. And we will. And think about your kid, Brady. Think about Kirby at 15. Barely able to tie her own shoes or function as a human being. Truly. Like most 15-year-olds. I, I couldn't. I'm not bashing Kirby. Almost all of them in America are useless. Five, six years old. He's out hunting for the for food. And me and my friend were like, these lions were close. So what we did was cut the head off of the mayor. You did what now? We cut the head off of the mayor and we were going to bring it back. He was eating our cows. And we were tired of it. The girls were there. We had to, you kill him and the ladies will leave. So the women were coming and eating their cows and stuff. The lady lions. Yeah. And so they went and beheaded the male lion. Like, Head of the pride. kill it first? Yes, we, we killed it first. And then we took its head off and we brought it back to the village. And so we got it. And they said, Jenny, you are stupid. You have not brought hyenas to us. 
because of the blood trail from carrying a lion's head all the way back. Like what kind of what kind of mother adventure am I on here? These are I can't compete with these stories. There was a roach in the bathtub the other day. It was still alive. It took me 35 minutes to get it into the toilet. He was on his back, and every time I'd touch it, he'd twitch a little. I'm like, and I'd leave the room for like 10 minutes. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Janie's hand-cutting a lion's head off. Yeah, the closest thing, I I buried an antelope's head for my dad's hunt in Colorado. He brought it back. You bury the head? You bury the head, and uh, all the things eat it. And two months later, you have a skull. Oh, that's gross. It sounds wonderful. And you did that in Ohio? Yeah. Did you cut its oh. head off? No. No, no, no. See, and Janie yeah. did that with his hands in a rock to a lion that was three minutes earlier alive that he walked up to. Torp did the cut. That's neat. It's <laughs> a little bit serial killery for a kid from Columbus, but not if you're in Africa. So if you run into my friend Janie today, he had a hell of an adventure on Saturday that on his list of things that are fun, probably fell into the top 100, but barely, barely breached 80. At six, standing up. Please sit down. This is called the Devil's Staircase. This is probably the the most harrowing part of it. Okay, get off of the top of the car. No, you don't ride up there. Why not? It's a better view. Sit down. The whole time, my Jeep just ding, ding, passenger seatbelt unbuckled. I'm like, tell me. All about that. He's not going to ever buckle up. The seatbelt, it constricts you. You cannot see. Like, I know. It keeps you in the car in case I lose it. You will not. You are a great driver. (laughs) You don't know that. I don't even, I'm not, like, I don't have that kind of faith in me. I'm all strapped up. I got a helmet on just in case. It's amazing. On a car that is designed to do that, when he's like, I, I, did it on a school bus. I can do it on a school bus. Yeah, they got a bluebird rolling around Africa for 18 hours with chickens and cows all over him. And uh, on a road like that. Oh, this is nothing. And when we get to the climbs, he goes, we do this in a bus. You did this in a bus? Yes, probably not as well. Yeah, because it's a bus. We had to get people from our village to another place. 18 hours. Maybe go seven, eight miles an hour for 18 hours. Yes. You're an insane person. It is great. It's the most beautiful place ever. No lions. I get to ride on top of the car. And I wanted to ask him, how many people are always riding on tops of cars? <laughs> you get a better look. You fall off, though. No, you don't fall off. Like, we can't even let our kids can't even ride in pickup trucks anymore. There's laws against it because our dumb American, dumb, fat kids bounce out of pickup trucks on flat paved roads. This on my car. I want to stand on top of the on top of the car. Don't stand on the goddamn roof. Look at me, I'm surfing. All right. His balance is amazing. The pink Jeep guy wanted to hit me. I bet. You gotta get him off the top of your car. Like I tell me how. Strap him in. I think that I don't think that looks good. I don't think a white guy in the middle of the woods tying <laughs> a black guy to something is a good look. Got to get him off the car. I think it was giving people in his car ideas. Well, if he can stand up, certainly we can stand up. You look to your right, you see a some sort of Zulu warrior riding on top of a Rubicon. This is no good. We, we, <laughs> we frown on that at the old pink Jeep tours. If you're getting the idea of pension, I'm not seeing any Africans in my uh, tour group here, but please don't ride on tops of the cars like that. Look at him. Negro warrior sitting on top of 
<laughs> They're native to this land. Probably gonna start, we're going to avoid that black Rubicon for a little while. It's going to start chucking rocks at us or something. Not really trusting what's going on over there. He hated it. You could have done some funny skits to the Pink Jeep tours. Here they come. Yeah. And there you are stringing Janny oh. up. He stole my yeah. cattle. <laughs> <laughs> you are the man I have been looking for for hours. I just loved it. We're getting on it. Everybody's on. All right, everybody, step out of the tour vehicle. We're going to show you Chicken Point here. And I'm waiting to get out of the car. I get out. I was the last one out of my car. You've got to get him off of that. <laughs> I know. I don't know what to do. That's dangerous. He was mad. You're making a mockery. And then he tells the rest of the group, and I said, uh, I said, uh, uh, you make everybody more comfortable when you, you know, you see the tour group go by. And he goes, my favorite thing to do while I'm out here is watch yahoos like you roll over. All right. Thanks. Nice to see you. Thanks, Jeep guy. He was pissed off. Hot dogging. I wasn't hot dogging. My African was. You're African. I had an African. And if you look to your right, you see submarine rock with a goddamn African right on top of the giant. I told you to get out of here. The man in the pink car is very unhappy with us. I think there is going to be a coup. <laughs> I don't know about the coup. Every time I see a face like that within days, there is a coup. These Canadians can never keep inside the car. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and if you look to your right, uh, you'll see that we've ditched that uh, Rubicon with the African on top. And I think we can all agree that this maniacal Negro devil ball that's been playing all over this thing is now finally over. Yeah, it was. he did not like me. That pink I like Yeah, he <laughs> like you when you rolled over. Yeah, oh yeah, he wanted me to roll over and kill him. I like it when yeah, it was like you roll over. Okay, thanks. Have a nice trip. I'll tell you to be safe, but you go ahead and try to kill me in my African hood ornament. Anyway, so if you ever if you see Janny or anybody today and you think it's a good idea to go, and it was his idea. I've never been four wheeling before. Well, he's never actually been in a four wheel drive before. Just buses, bluebirds. He's taking gompers up and down massive trail. So I, it learned me something that I, you don't really need to spend the money on a four-wheel drive. Just get a Bluebird and start tooling around. <laughs> now I kind of want to try it, though. All that money you spent on that room. <laughs> I, I got the Dana 44s up front. I got the different. Uh, you saw that one guy one time with the Prius? Oh, sure. The dude, well, Schnebly Hill was the greatest thing ever. I saw a <laughs> rental Prius. Just beating, he was pretty far up. beating the <laughs> out of that thing. I went up Schnebly again, and since the rain over the winter, that is no longer... That is no longer for a moderate ride. You thought it was bad before? It was. It is a rough, rough ride now. It's not a hard one. It is rough. But it's beautiful. It's worth it. And, of course, Janet can tell you, he got a bird's eye view from on top of the Jeep while we drove up Schnebly Hill. Crazy. Look at this sunset. Yeah, I know. No lions. This is heaven. There weren't any lions. That was his big takeaway. So, yeah, take an African on a ride and... uh, you get a different perspective on how soft we actually are. And by the way, today, in honor of Janny, when your kids get into the car, don't strap them up. Let them float around like we used to have to do in the backs of the Oldsmobiles. Let, let them live a little in the car. Why, why you got to safety them up so much? Bubble wrapping them and seatbelts. I learned yesterday seatbelts are for suckers. Or Saturday. It, it, if you have a little confidence, you'll be just fine. And he had more fun than I've ever had in a car in my life. That's for sure. <laughs> it was, it was, it was a, I want to go again. I'll just say that. 
You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, and then the other thing, speaking of hippos and stuff, did you see that lady that pulled into her driveway? Was that in Florida? And that uh, was, alligator was eating some body right in the... That lady in, in yeah, the driveway. Right? Half lady. a woman Old inside woman of her in Florida. There's another place I don't want to go. Alligator spotted with human remains in its mouth by a lady just driving by. It's 13-foot-long uh, alligator. And a lady named... Uh, well, a guy named Jamarcus Bullard. I'm guessing he drove by and goes, what the f*** going on? <laughs> Ain't that a bitch? Jamaica, stop. What is that? That's some old white woman getting hit up by an alligator. Uh, he said he saw the alligator and a corpse in the water Friday, threw a rock at it, see if it was a gator, and it pulled uh, the body like it was holding the lower part. And then, uh, you know, just walking by, sees this half a body inside of there, and like, yeah, that's definitely an alligator eating somebody. Oh, jeez, excuse me. He's cussing still. 13-foot, 13, 13 uh, 8.5-inch male gator. And they took it out and then killed the gator. What was he doing wrong? Well, they had to get the body. Why? They're already done. What difference does it make? Yeah, I know, but... No. That's a terrible, terrible thing. You walk by gator, I guarantee you, in Africa, after hanging out with Janny all week, when a hippo eats one of them, they don't go kill the hippo and get it back. It's just, you know. He had Sabrina Peckham yeah. in Lu- his mouth. Luau shouldn't have been so close to the hippo. It's his fault. So they said, yeah, they had to human. And then the thing is in the story that they say they humanely killed. How is that a sentence or a phrase? It was humanely killed. Really? Because pretty much to me, killing's always inhumane. They like, said a blessing before they shot right. it. <laughs> they made it so it just went to sleep. But I guarantee you. He didn't think it was like a great gift. Well, thank you so much. Oh, you're going to kill me humanely. What a wonderful day. So they took it out, and they're going to do an autopsy to determine the cause of death. I'm guessing. 41-year-old Sabrina. Alligator. I'm going to save you some cash here. Cause of death, alligator. I better do an autopsy and make sure she didn't have a heart attack first. No, pretty good chance she had a heart attack. Second, that alligator got hold of her. Could have been COVID. <laughs> If she would have been wearing a mask. Exactly. She'd have been fine. (laughs) Sleeping by the old watering hole. Jamarcus said, uh, I walk by the water every day to go to work. Are you going to keep doing that? Uh, no. (laughs) Because he's smart enough to realize, oh, that's where where that old lady got eaten. So, yeah, 41, walking along the uh, banks of an alligator lake in Florida. Full well-knowing alligators are in there, and you get eaten, the alligator shouldn't get killed. Period. That's it. You got too close. Now, if there's an alligator in your garage, and you go to get in your car, and the next thing you know, you're getting eaten by an alligator. All right, that alligator committed a crime. That's a breaking and entering. It's the same as anybody else. Like, if you're in my house and you eat me, then you should be punished. But if I go to your house and you eat me... Uh, you stood your ground. That's how I look at it. Isn't stand your ground law in Florida? Isn't that where it started? Wasn't the alligator just standing his ground? That might be the problem. That the uh, Sabrina wasn't holding her end of that deal. What do you mean? She could have been hammered or drunk. Right. Or yeah. So why in the world does he get killed? They do that every time a mountain lion chows down on somebody, which is rare. But they when it happens, they should have just said their usual thing: "We're relocating 
that gator. <laughs> right. To heaven. Gator heaven. No, you don't have to kill it. What are you going to do? The world's gone. Ain't no room for it here. <laughs> well, this one eats people. And we must be delicious because every time an animal eats us, we kill it so it doesn't get back to the others. It has a taste for human flesh now. Like, how good are we, honestly? We must be delicious. 13 footers. <laughs> well, you know, when I was a kid and we were going to Naples, yeah. spring break, the golf courses all had a feel that anything over eight feet was relocated. Oh, really? They would take it to move the it. Okeechobee. To a farm. So you can only do that so many times before you got. Yeah, you're going to have billions of big ones. So, do you think if you would have been eaten by one, your parents would have wanted you back? I don't want to see that. Want the gator back? No, they're going to kill it and get you out. Like you said, you get the body. Oh. We need to recover that for it. It's going to come back. It's not going to look the same. Yeah, uh, it's closed casket. I mean, you know, <laughs> well, I, would you think so. I would think so. <laughs> I mean, did the alligator go back to you his friends know. and say, there was a human over by the shore. I removed it humanely. Oh, well, you're wonderful. I'm pretty sure what's in his belly. You don't want that back, but they're going to cut it up and give the pieces back to the family? So they get some ashes. Ashes? They have to burn it first. Who do you give the body to? The, the gator didn't burn it yeah, first. Yeah, it goes to the family. Right. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to give him an arm, a couple yeah, toes? Yeah, what are you, with a shirt? You know, yeah. I wouldn't want it back. I don't well, have anything no, that di- I mean, you know, you think about... Buildings collapsing and all that, and they're finding, you know, still people, right. the families want the remains. Sure, sure. You want to know that they were in there. You know for a fact, this is she's in the gator. They've already identified her. It's not like they had a, it's not like they don't Yeah, know. we're pretty sure it's her. Yeah. Like when buildings collapse, and you're like, are they in there or not? There's still a chance you can find somebody in a little covey, some air, and they're alive. So it's a rescue mission. Sure, you want your remains, you want your final, but you don't want an alligator afterwards because pretty much when they were tugging those bodies out of the World Trade Center, they look like just bodies. You're getting a body. Yeah, and now they're just getting, you know, you still. gator chunks back? I don't. I like you, Brady, but if you and I are going and they're like, would you like the remains? No. A gator can have those. I don't know. Uh, we'll go you and still have to give the family their, their choice. Yeah, we'll do that thing where uh, they hang a suit. Like, I'll go to your funeral, and I'll pick out a suit from your closet, and we'll hang that up, and that'll be next to the casket. Like in baseball, they hang the uniform. The uniform, the exactly. Yeah. That's what we'll do. We'll put up, put up Brady's hay batter, Drew hay batter uniform, <laughs> if you ever get eaten by a gator. The last thing I want is your chewed meat put back into a box. I don't want, nobody wants that. And the gator gut acid. Yeah, I don't think Kerba Derbs or Ronnie would want that. Do you want them back? If you watch it? No, there goes Kirby. I don't know if I have a choice. Do I? Or yes. Do I, yeah, just dispose of it. it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see that. You guys do something with it. <laughs> okay. We got the body back. Oh, thanks. What do you expect me to do with that? Do you want us to send it to you? What are you going to Amazon that to me? No, you keep it. Saving a lot of money on a casket. Just yeah. a little yeah, six good. by four inch box. Just a little Amazon box yeah. just throw it in there. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I need that. You can pretty much just put one of those crosses next to the lake and you get it. That's what we need to see. The white gator. The gator. The cross. <laughs> yeah, driving up to Sedona, you see those crosses on the side of the road, and you're just like, God, I wish they didn't do that. That area is bad. And there's like, I don't like the ones with multiples. Is that Christmas tree still going? I didn't see that. I know what you're talking about. In the I center of I it. I forgot about it. Do they do that all the time? Maybe it is only, you it know. might be the holidays. In the next couple of weeks. 
Well, already people are going with their Halloween decor. My neighbors have gone nuts with Halloween decorations. That's just it's just ridiculous. That's it's too. Sad. Our houses. You got yours already going? Ronnie went to work this weekend on Halloween. Yeah, it's, it's like if this was Christmas and you were this early, it's too soon. I think it's, way it's too It seems early. like Halloween gets the exception for some reason. Oh, it's so dumb. It looks like garbage in front of your house. <laughs> Everything's garbage. All the paper I haven't done the yard. It's, just, oh, it's all inside. Yeah, that's She's fine. put all the decorations. You decorate the inside of your house however you want, like a hoarder or something, but I don't care about that. The outside is just blight. It just looks like dirt and garbage in your front yard. Like maybe a week with Halloween. But a month and six days, that's too That's too much. i got to look at these skeletons. Wake up every morning with that. Oh, Next look. week, got to be up, John. Beginning no, that's October. too Beginning of October. Who wants spider webs and cobwebs and dirt and sticks and skeletons? Sounds like a house in Maryville. Right. <laughs> exactly. Usually that's a crime scene. <laughs> I want to see that for 30 days. Ridiculous. Although I will say some of their... Co- they got that 20-foot skeleton. Now they got, Giant the, now they got a 20-foot bride of that thing, and it glows. I, like, and I thought to myself, well, if I didn't have to look for this for six weeks. This might be neat for like four or five days. I'm not in the Halloween spirit for a month and a half. Is this the opening weekend for some of these uh, haunted attractions? Probably. You put up Halloween lights and stuff like Me? that? Me? Yeah. No. I mean, I always have what the people think it's a Halloween decoration, but on my door it says "Get Out." But that's not how. That's <laughs> true. That's just I just mean that. But I fell for it a couple of times and ended up getting served by a process. And then the other thing I saw, and your your buddy uh, Doctor Tooth was on this, and now it's happening. The Neuralink is is going in. That Elon Musk's Neuralink is going in. And I don't know why people are not excited about this, but it's a little like it's a size of about a half dollar. They chunk it into people's heads who have had, like, spinal or neurological disorders. And uh, on paper, it can fix them. It can also go haywire and just electrocute your brain. But think about it. If you're Michael J. Fox, it's either the end. Why not try it? Or maybe it fixes this. Why not give it a run? The risk-reward to me is totally worth it. Back to the Future 4. They're worried more about also that it's, it's so linked to other things that there can be hacking. As a uh, professor of artificial intelligence uh, said, Neuralink can advance medicine uh, light years in one day. We can take everything we've always known about medicine and just throw it away. Because this thing can do all sorts of different stuff. Quadriplegics. The potential of it, yeah, right? Quadriplegics just... can start getting motion back, start working. Uh, the first human test groups are... Uh, per- paralyzed people who I guess are just like, yeah, what do I care? Stuff it in there. What's I mean, what's the worst that can happen? My head stops working. Uh, so they're already working on that. And they're breaking out how it Paralyzed lit- for 20 years. Re- now running <laughs> yeah, for gold. Be. It could be like an Olympic. Paris Olympics. Will they ban that from the Olympics? Because it's, uh, you know, uh, alarming aspect uh, says it's like a, a, an episode of Black Mirror. It says the chip in someone's brain meets computer technology has access to their thoughts. That someone at home... Ah! Home base. It can record your thoughts like an iPhone. I'm out. That is a little spooky. If but they, I don't think that's if real. they can hack MGM, they're they're going to be point. able to hack this stuff. Some some moron with a MacBook Pro sitting at home. There was an episode of Black Mirror where they did have chips in your head, and it it was it made your head a TiVo. So whenever you're in an argument with somebody, go no, it's not what you said, and you could rewind the the on TV. Like here's you two minutes ago. See, and it was a and then. It would TiVo your whole day, 
So then you would have like a password. It's like a Netflix account. And then like your husband or wife could watch your day. Oh, nothing but fighting. Be nothing but fighting. I saw you looking at her ass. I'm like, yeah, well, I, I didn't know you were going to watch my day. Of course she's going to watch your day. Oh, it says the uh, Internet of Cybersecurity Risks and Privacy Breaches. Neuralink comes with one huge red flag is that we can be taken and it can start, it can be hacked and they can do whatever they want. Must kill Nordberg. Well, I don't know if they do the Nordberg <laughs> thing, but that's, that's essentially what Neuralink's original thoughts were was Reggie Jackson wore it. Yeah, that's the first thing I thought of, too. Is like, well, that's what Reggie Jackson had because I'm an idiot. Because when I read about Neuralink, I'm like, oh, for me to understand that, I have to go back to movies and TV. Naked Gun had the first Neuralink I can remember, and that was when Reggie Jackson was going to kill the queen. And thank God for O.J. Simpson, or uh, so much would have gone wrong, but when Nordberg got hold of it. But yeah, that was Neuralink for us dummies. You want to describe Neuralink to somebody, remember. That's a hacking. And then then most people would like, Brett and I would be like, oh yeah, Reggie Jackson was an angel. I forgot about that. (laughs) And then so he played for the angels. Number 44 had to kill the queen and very nearly did it. Lieutenant Frank Drebin knew. That's my Neuralink experience, but that's real. And then it got hacked. Like his Neuralink was hacked. And wasn't it a watch? Didn't he? Neuralink there was just a watch, if I remember right. Yeah, Which that might always have been baffled right. me. It wasn't implanted. Yeah, as a massive baseball fan, it always baffled me that the Reggie would have that on during the game anyway. And why were the Dodgers playing the Angels back then in the first place? But we've so had, it was a Dodger Stadium. We're working with equipment that future. has that yeah. capacity to begin with. I mean, like our cars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, all of our stuff can get hacked. Yeah. Everything we're around yeah. can get hacked. Your, your microwave, your refrigerator, that computer thing in your fridge can get hacked. Like, there's all, we, we live with that constantly. So, it's a matter of time before our thoughts are recorded. And I, for one, welcome it. You've never understood the darkness that lives inside of me. And now, I can paint that picture for you. Can you imagine? Like, hey, Brady, link up with me for a second. I want to show you something. Oh, my God. You're from hell. Yes, yes, I am. You, Brady. It's a ghost from Christmas past. Why does it have to be so big? Because that's my dream one. What are you going to do with it? Oh, open your mouth. Stop. I'm going to beat you to death with it. It's a wiener. Quit it. <laughs> oh, the thoughts. The thoughts. You thought that was funny. Holmberg's morning sickness. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Holmberg's morning sickness. Yeah, that's a, that is dangerous. But if I was paraplegic, and the trade-off was we can read your thoughts, but you can walk again, would you do it? We can read all your thoughts, and we can record them on some sort of database, all of them. But you'll be up and you'll be up and about in about six months. You want to do it? To that baby elephant walk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm good. You're walking like a marionette for a couple days, but I'm getting up. They don't have to use the machines anymore. No. Record my thoughts. Let's do this, Jethro. Be a set of, you know, all new thoughts. Yeah. Now, Brett, let me ask you, because you're a normal functioning human. All right. Let me know that. Avoid Brady for this question. You're paralyzed. Yeah. They can fix it with a neural link. Right. But your dick doesn't work. Kill me now. Yeah, that's what I said. There's no reason. I don't, there's no, no reason. reason to, there's no reason to walk around with a. What am I going to do? Yeah, exactly. Well, why? Am, what am I walking towards? Yeah. I might as well be comfortable in the chair. You mean you can't fix me, but my dick will always be limp. 
Yep, nothing we can do about that. There, take your stupid computer and f- yourself with it. I'm going to call Miguel and get those guns crossed <laughs> over. <laughs> That's right. Give me some pistoleros <laughs> in memory of Bert. So, yeah, Neuralink is, is happening. Like, it is. I thought we were a you few years away. You can make me walk, but you can't fix my junk. Yeah. Get that Neuralink. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can Not we, done yet. Look, Keep working on it, can't we implant down here? Now, they could do more surgeries, but what if Neuralink breaks that? I, just, I, I wouldn't do it. No reason to walk around. Like the, the, half the reason you're in that depressed in that chair isn't because you're not mobile. I spend most of my time sitting down too, so I'm not that much different than a guy in a wheelchair. The difference is if I want to get up, I can. But if I could roll around and not be called lazy, I, I'd do it. But if you neuralink me, and but my dick still doesn't work, there's the only half the reason I only I get up is to walk into another room to tug it. I mean that's really one of my main reasons of standing up. Yeah, you got to think of all the functional stuff, like pooping, and cleaning up, taking showers on your own, not having that dignity-free moment of somebody pulling the sack off of your side and pouring your poop contents into the toilet. And... Mm. Yeah, see, Brady, there, there it is. Neuralink, please. <laughs> yeah, Neuralink me, man. If only to not have to take huge <laughs> and bags, Neuralink me. But it's right there, and I didn't know we were that close. But they show a picture of it. I'm like, we're that close? I thought we were just in the, like, the it's on, like, we've got the stuff to build one phase. No, we've got them. They're, it's a little photo of the thing. I got to call Dr. Goldteeth. Look at that. They've got it. It's done. Wow. Yeah. And a robot inserts it. We've, we've got, like, if you pay attention to what's going on in the last 10 years, uh, Waymo's. Like I saw, I watched a Waymo break for a, a pedestrian that crossed against the light, right here on Fifty Second McDowell. Like a good break too. Like he was making the move, and then somebody shot up. Like oh my god, this, we should be so much more amazed at the Waymos than we are driving around. And they're not people. Sunday drivers, with Waymos. <laughs> no, I'm all look. over them right here. <laughs> Pass me. They're flying. Yeah, and they have no regard. Like what I don't understand how Waymo works is the lagging yellow light. The left turn light. How does it know it can make it? Like, how is the calculation of what's coming? Because it, it was yellow, 52nd Street, McDowell. They're all over here. And 52nd Street, McDowell goes to make a left onto McDowell. And the light's green, and it had to wait. So it scooted out like it's supposed to. You know, like any, any of us would have done. Scooted out into the intersection and waited for traffic to pass. And there was a car coming. It wasn't that far off, but it was far enough. And it went. And I'm like, I'm not sure I would have made that decision. It was a little too close for comfort. But he did it. And then took off down McDowell. And I'm like, this is insanity. Waymo knows what he has under the hood. <laughs> Waymo's confident. Nothing. He's not going to pick up. We are not that impressed with it. This Neuralink thing shows up out of nowhere. This is the Jetsons. Like, we're in it. We all seem sort of, meh. Meh. What do you... Neuralink. It's still weird see like driving by and looking in the I car next to you going, who the f- Oh I damn, there's nobody it. driving. <laughs> it it baffles me. I think I'm the only one. I feel like a man from nineteen twenty. Because I'm the only one that goes, This is f- amazing. I follow him around for a little while. It's gotta make a mistake. It never makes mistakes. It's baffling. We had one deliver food. Something showed up. You got to go get it. The pizza thing. 
and boop, boop. And you go outside, and there's a car with nobody in it. And you open the back, and you take your food out, and it goes away. They have those wandering all over Tempe. Little boxes that walk the sidewalks. and go from apartment building to apartment building. Drop stuff off. You're walking along in Tempe. Get some breakfast over there. Just floats right past you. Like, what was that? Oh, it's a delivery man. It is? Where? When did I go to sleep and wake up in 3,000? In the year 3,000. We're in it. <laughs> I don't remember going to sleep and waking up to this, but here it is. And people like Trip Reeb, our boss, who's well into his golden years, doesn't seem phased by it either. And those are the ones that should be most afraid. Where's the Don Quixotes trying to bash out the Waymos? Where's the old man that's standing in the road going, we've got to stop this technology? They're gone. Have you seen these steam engines? Yeah, <laughs> they used to be afraid of movies. Like our great-grandparents were afraid of the demons on the screen. It ain't right stealing somebody's soul that away and <laughs> putting it up there. You, you, you take a little piece of a man with every photograph you take. Where are those guys? I think I'm the one. I think it's me. I think I'm the Don Quixote. I'm scared to death of this stuff, but I do it. Waymo should we should be we should be all hailing the Waymo. It's amazing. Eh, just on the roads with us. Nobody asked me. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Nobody asked me. You want some driverless cars out on the freeway? I'd have been like, are you kidding? No. Sure enough, eh, you didn't have a say. They're out there. We tested them. They're good. Never knew it. Neuralink right behind it. So if you're out there wheeling around right now, we might eliminate paralysis in our lifetime. Think about that. Don't care if my crank don't work. Uh, well, if your dick doesn't work, you're still yeah. paralyzed. You might as well not have a spine. Yeah. Yeah, to, uh, priority's a little out of order. There's a guy out there right now who can't get a hard on. It's like, these guys are assholes. He's tying the noose right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Probably for the best. Yeah, I don't blame him. There's really no reason to be on the planet unless you got one. Don't give up. <laughs> <laughs> no, give up. Brady's wrong. The dick, if the doc says the dick don't work, you don't. I'm holding on to medical technology. Someday we'll get this thing fired up again. Nah. It's time to time to shutter. The, like when Brady knew Porkopolis was done, you just close, you just close the door. Say it was a nice run. It's time. Porkopolis couldn't get a heart on anymore. It's basically what happened. Uh, Bert, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? Uh, it's wake up song time, and of course, it's brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. When we were, uh, you know, at sensitivity training on Friday before we went to our sensitivity training meeting, I jumped out on the bike and, uh, well, it's time to get that thing tuned up a little bit and get it ready for the fall. And uh, right now, going to Action Ride Shop, get your bike tuned up. Just mention KUPD, you're going to save yourself 10 bucks. Or if you just got some wrecked huffy in the garage and you want to step up a little bit, all Santa Cruz and Kona bikes are on sale right now. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to go. Or just visit the boys over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. They're going to take care of you. On the list, uh, we got The Who. Uh, P.O.D.'s latest one, Slayer, Mastodon, Stained, Ozzy, Ghost, Audio Slave, uh, Rob Zombie, Feel So Numb for uh, last night's show, Hate Breed Tool. That's right. That was last night, huh? Yeah. That I went to Steeler game, so I forgot. Did you go? Yep. How was it? It was, it was good. That was Alice Cooper. You know, I'm not into his music uh, that good, no. but he's a good performer. Yeah. At 75, the he's dude a still brings it. I, I got to give it to him. Who won the night? You saw all four? You hung around I for- saw three. I didn't see Filter. Okay. I was still in the parking lot. 
I'm biased because I, I love ministry. So, okay. But ministry was great. But uh, Rob Zombie, the the screens and the stage, the, the stage stuff that he had going on there yeah. was unbelievable. You saw the giant monsters. Oh yeah, they out. came out. But I've never seen screens so clear on a stage than what Rob Zombie brought last night. But yeah. I got to say, Alice was good performance wise. No kidding, he was really good. You'd never know he's seventy five. I know, I know. But it's the music. Yeah. yeah that was the part music. that killed me. Yeah, that's really bad. Ronnie kept saying, I wanted to go there. Why don't you let her go? Yeah. I didn't know, you know. <laughs> you did too. You weren't you here. You weren't here. <laughs> <laughs> because the last time we went, you passed out. Well, that was because it was 120. It just came up. I'm like, well, you could have gotten tickets. I mean, <laughs> there was that pair for $700. Yeah, you could have kicked in. You'd have had to earn Boy, it, though. He yahooed his way out of that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. We're not going unless you give up a little ass. <laughs> Cass, grass, or ass. That's what it's gets you Nobody tickets. Rides Nobody's free. going to Cooper for free, baby. <laughs> I want a little stink stick for that. <laughs> Rob Brady, you make me sick. You ain't going. You're staying home. That's where a good woman is who doesn't give up the stink stick. Brady wants to do a little, gone. I want to do a little rust scrubbing. And if I ain't doing it, you ain't going anywhere. I like trailer trash, Brady. <laughs> Why don't you get out over here and get that mouth to work? Maybe somebody, maybe Papa will get you a pair of tickets to a show you like. Oh, Mama wants to go to a show, huh? Make some stink stick. <laughs> you make stink stick, Daddy will get you some ticky tocks. Oh, All the concerts you want to go to. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't know who's in town. My concert calendar lives right here, baby. <laughs> I'll give you all the dates. Uh, crying like a bitch for the Broncos. I don't think they're crying like a bitch. No. I think they got treated like a bitch. Yeah. I mean, if anything, we should be playing bully for the Broncos. No. No, I don't want to hear no, it either, no. but I'm just saying, yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. I don't want to hear it either. Uh, the who? <laughs> you could play Feel So Numb because they played like oh they were numb. Yeah, let's do a little post-concert for Zombie. A little All Feel right. So Numb sounds right. Feel So Numb's a good one. That's good stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, Ronnie. You could have asked one of us. I guess Brady just didn't care to. Hey, good woman knows what to do to get tickets. Mine still smells like flowers and soap. <laughs> well, it helps if she would have said something. Sure, like yeah, not to, the night, uh, not the day of. Like to, when, I like to go to that. Well, how did you find out about? It? Why? How did it come up? Listen to that radio or oh, a big um, red radio. Yeah, Somebody and then the one guy him. had those um, tickets. Who? Uh, the, well, that was last week. We yeah, talked about it, so yeah. she should have jumped on that. That's yeah, on her. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, without a stink stick reminder. Like you're sitting at home with me, sister. Now we've got a solution. That's right. It's always a solution. It is always a solution. <laughs> An old stink stick. Make it happen. You get free tickets. Pay to play, baby. And I think there's a lot of people, Brett, that said the same thing. Like they, they like zombie and ministry, but they yeah. they want to see Alice because he's 75. This might be the last time he's. You know, he's I, not going to be doing it too much longer. No, but you would never know he's 75. I mean, that Please he brought it. Man. I got to say it. I got to say it. Good God. 
I don't know how good it can be to. That's like people telling me Jimmy Buffett was great live. You got to go to the show. I don't. I have no. Did he do the ballad? Which one was that? Oh, he's no. got that one slow song. It's a huge hit too. I can't remember it. I try to avoid. Did all Zombie that. come up on stage on a song? No, or no. It was no. He just. Did he do an all-star jam? No. God, backstage had to look like the worst Halloween party ever. Yeah, Ministry and Cooper and yeah, Good it's, Lord. It's not like Al Jorgensen's yeah. the uh, greatest looking no, guy in the world. No, back he there looks either. like a costume. Oh yeah, he doesn't have to put anything on. You're like you're the scariest mother back here. And then the dudes from Filter walking around going, "We have made a mistake." <laughs> anyway, uh, Rob Zombie always puts on a hell of a show. Post concert psyching rock right here. It feels so numb. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, "Fully erect." 98. 